When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All of the doctors were like, we have no idea what's wrong with you. They didn't know how to fix me. Welcome to the I Did Not Sign Up For This podcast, a weekly show dedicated to highlighting the incredible stories of everyday people. No topic is off limits. Join me as we explore the lives and experiences of guests through thought-provoking, unscripted conversations. I'm your host, Carling, a Canadian, queer-identifying, 30-something-year-old, providing a platform for the stories that need to be heard. Hey everyone, if you've been a listener for a while or have seen on social media, I just announced this weekend that Michelle is no longer co-hosting the podcast with me. She's got some incredibly exciting career changes happening, and we both felt it was the best decision for where we are in our personal and professional lives. So you'll still be hearing incredible stories from incredible people each week, and I'm so excited to share episode intros with special guests. I have had so many kind and thoughtful messages sent to me with offers of helping where needed and Honestly, I I cannot tell you how much that means to me. I thought it was important to do this week's intro solo to explain the changes and to say that I really hope you stick around because there's some really exciting things to come. If you've been enjoying the show and are looking for more content, you should check out the Patreon. There you'll get bonus episodes you'll never hear on the main feed. And depending on the tier, you'll also get discounts on merch, entries to draws. And once a month, we do a video episode um, that we call Wet Wednesday. So it's really fun. And you can check it out at patreon.com slash I did not sign up for this. And these intros are really where we've been giving life updates. And I know that everybody says they love them and I love giving them. And this week I got some really great news. And my first thought literally was, oh man, I cannot wait to tell everybody on the podcast. So just before Christmas, I was at Starbucks drive-thru and we had a lid mishap that ended in 20 ounces of incredibly hot possibly boiling milk poured all over my lap and it ended up splashing. I didn't even know liquid could go this far, but it splashed all over the inside of my car, into my heat vents, in between the seats and the center console. And 
Um, it's been a lot of back and forth with Starbucks on getting them to pay for my car to be cleaned. And I finally got an email just the other day that approved it. So I had to go, I mean, they made me jump through hoops. I, I get it that, you know, I think they just kept thinking if they kept loading my Starbucks card that that would be sufficient. But I ended up having to go get a quote on the type of service that I needed on letterhead. And so I went to Bubbles Car Wash, which is here in Calgary. They sent it. It's like over $500 to do the service that will clean all the rugs and clean inside the heat vents and all of that. So I'm so excited because I really didn't want to have to endure as the weather got warmer and the possibility of the smell of sour milk coming through just didn't sound great to me. So I'm super excited about that. And if you're listening on episode launch day, Tuesday, January 31st, please send Michelle all good thoughts because today is her first day at her new job. And I'm just really excited for her. So stick around for the outro as well, because I'm trying out something new. Let me know what you think. You know, give feedback. I love it. You can reach me on all social media platforms that we've got. Just search I did not sign up for this. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I've got a Facebook group. So that's where, you know, I've been trying to put in some little like sneak peeks a few weeks early about who I'm interviewing and what I'm working on. And I ask questions for feedback and all of that. So if you're on Facebook, look up I did not sign up for this and join the group. Hopefully, I'm going to hopefully spend more time making it a little bit more active. And if you are liking this podcast, I would be super grateful if you could leave me a review. If you go to ratethispodcast.com slash I did not sign up for this, they make it really easy. It's literally a couple of clicks. Anybody can do it. And it just, it's so helpful for people finding the show and hearing feedbacks. All right. I think that's about it for my first solo intro. I hope everyone has a really great week and... Let's get into this episode. Hello, Monique. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It is so nice to officially meet you. Me too. I would love it if you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what you do, and then I'm really excited to get into your story. Yeah, so my name is Minik Boki. I am from Prince Edward Island, Canada. I am in sort of the communications field. I work for the province here. Unfortunately, I have been able to work from home through this journey, so I'm very thankful for oh, that. Oh, amazing. Yeah, and yeah, I just started talking about my life on TikTok and it blew up. <laughs> yeah. When I heard it, I was like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. So then I started like looking into it and I was like, this is really interesting and needs to be talked about basically. So yeah, yeah, you have something called topical steroid withdrawal syndrome. Is that, is there a syndrome at the end of it? Yeah, so it's topical steroid withdrawal. Some people put syndrome on them. Some people call it red skin syndrome as well. For me, I'm in my ninth month of it, but my like fourth month of it being really bad. I have multiple naturopaths that I work with right now. And it's, it's interesting because I'm what they call a slow burner. 
which is even more rare. Yeah. So my first few months of this were easier than my last few months, which is extremely rare. Most people are the opposite. The first few months are harder and then it gets easier. So I was tricked. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm going to go through this. This is what it should look like. Yeah. And then it was your body was like, joke's on you. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe can you talk a little bit about, I don't know if it's better to talk first about what that is or just start with your story about like when this whole thing started. Yeah, I'm no doctor. I'm just repeating (laughs) everything that I've been heard that I've heard and what I've been told. But TSW is whenever you're using topical steroids or oral steroids for a long period of time and your body gets dependent on them and then it starts to backfire on you. So once your body becomes dependent on it, it's you start to react to it. And so all of the things that you're taking it for, they start to happen even though you are taking the oral steroids or the topical steroids. So for me, it all started a long time ago. And what happened was I had an infection, just a regular infection, went to the hospital, they gave me antibiotics, didn't think twice about it. And yeah. I was given three days worth of antibiotics IV'd into me. I was cured. I went home, didn't think anything of it. And then a few months later, my skin really started to dissipate. Like it was, it looked almost like psoriasis, but it came on so fast. I just didn't understand what was happening. So it was like in my hair, like under, like on my scalp and my neck. Yeah. So I was really freaked out. I didn't know what was happening. And, and was it itchy? Like, I oh my god, being... it was so itchy. It was. Yeah. I was terrified. Like, I I didn't know what was happening. It was so scary. So I went to a dermatologist, which is everyone says it's the first thing you should do is go see your doctor, yeah. right? So went to a dermatologist. She said, "Yep, you have eczema. It's winter time, so that's normal. Here's some cream. Use it wherever and where, like whenever you need it." I said, oh, "Okay, perfect. Problem solved. I have eczema. No big deal." So I was putting it on my body for six years, on and off. Some months I was using it like twice a week and other months I was using it maybe once a month so I didn't know that I was addicted to it I didn't wake up in the morning go oh I have to use my steroid cream it was just like I have an itch so I put it on and that was the end of it and it was like looking back I wish I had never used it because the spots that were like dry were so small that in comparison to what I'm going through right now I'm like oh Oh. you could have just sucked it up (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so is it the because it's a special cream with a steroid in it, right? Yeah, so what I was prescribed is 0.1% beta derm is what it's called. So it's like you look at 0.1, you're like, oh my God, there's almost no steroids in that. Yeah, like you can't get smaller than that. Let's. Yeah, that's what I thought, but apparently, yeah, it's it was very potent. And I've talked to now. through TikTok, I've talked to thousands of people going through similar stuff. And they're like, yeah, I was prescribed 1%. And I thought 1% was the lowest, like you can't get any lower than one. And I said, yeah, I was doing 0.1. And then someone else said, yeah, I was 0.01. And I'm like, I had no idea that this was all possible. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what had happened, I have now worked with so many naturopaths with so many different specialties. Because I was given antibiotics for so long, I wasn't aware that I should have been taking probiotics afterwards. So what had happened was the antibiotics actually killed all the good bacteria and the bad bacteria in my body. They killed off everything. So it was like my body went into a clean state, no good, there was no bad. And I never rebuild 
the good back up. So then my body right. started to deteriorate and my gut started affecting my skin and it just went downhill from there. And I just didn't know that was the problem. And so I was dealing with it topically and I should have been dealing with it internally. And I think not a lot of people think about the critical role your gut biome plays with literally everything. Yeah, exactly. And I'm still dealing with that. I've been dealing with so many naturopaths and taking all these supplements and it takes so long to heal. So, so long. Yeah. And then what was the transition of being like, everything seems off? We were in Vancouver, my husband and I, and we were in this tiny, very tiny apartment and I was really sick. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was using the creams the way the doctor was telling me. I was going to clinics almost every third day. I was in the hospital every weekend just trying to find answers. And everybody kept telling me, take Benadryl. Go home, take some Benadryl. You're going to be fine. It's just eczema. And I'm like, I can't live my life. Like, I couldn't wear my clothes. I couldn't touch my face. And going to work in Vancouver, like where I worked, there was no walls between our desks. It was an open space. So I was constantly at myself and I just felt so uncomfortable and ugly and I just oh it was like one of the worst times in my life and I remember waking up one morning and I looked at my husband and I said I think I'm dying like something's really wrong like I don't know how to continue like this and I looked at him I was like we need to go home we need to go home right now I couldn't get on a plane. Plane was like out of the question. Like, oh, there was no way I could me get it. Goosebumps. Yeah. I just looked at it. I was like, we need to leave. We need to leave right now. Something's really wrong and I'm getting worse. And so what I looked like, I was covered in red inflammation everywhere, like head to toe inflammation. I was puffy. Like my face was almost twice the size of this. Like my eyes were really puffy. Everything was wow. swollen. And my skin was flaky and dry and I was covering myself in like Vaseline just trying to hold my skin together. So we went out and bought a car that week because we didn't have a car. We lived in Vancouver. We had no money. Yeah, Vancouver, you like don't need a car. Yeah, exactly. It was like $100 a day to park the damn thing. Yeah. So we bought a car that week, packed up our stuff, quit our jobs, and we drove from Vancouver to PEI. And my husband drove the entire way. And And just for reference, we have a lot of American listeners. That's like literally from one coast to the other. That's West Coast to East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. In one shot. How long did that take? Like 10 days? No, we did it quite quickly because we were driving like 16 hours a day. So yeah, I think it was like five days. Yeah. Fortunately, we had some friends along the way, but it was a long drive. But the idea of getting on a plane, it would have killed me. There's no way I would have been able to get on a plane. And was it just like, what about being on the plane? Was it like the altitude, the confinement, the... Everything. Like, I was so uncomfortable in my own skin. The idea of going to an airport, sitting on a chair next to hundreds of people, and then sitting on the plane and not having access to, like, my creams and not having access to anything that I needed to get through that. I just, there was... Yeah, because on a plane, you can only bring 100 mils. Exactly. And I was walking around with these big boy bottles just (laughs) slathering it on just to get through the next hour. So, yeah, we definitely had some struggles ahead of us, but we made it home. Home. my parents my mom took me in which was I was so thankful for we lived in their basement and oh. the very first thing we did my mom hooked me up with a naturopath and she said okay like what is going on she didn't know anything about TSW but she thought it was candida so we went oh. on a candida diet but candida diet is inflant like anti-inflammatory foods So we were able to figure out like the food side of that. And then we just slowly started to figure it out. 
But the turning point for me was I got a skin infection three and a half months ago and I needed antibiotics again. And I just severe PTSD, like antibiotics for me, just, but you need it because if I, if you have a skin infection, it can get into your blood, which can go into your brain and it can kill you. So I just, whatever, I have to do it. It is what it is. And I just bought some crazy expensive probiotics afterwards, trying to heal that gut up again. But ever since then, I just, I went backwards so quickly. I lost, I shed, I think, all of my skin. (laughs) Oh my God. And so when was the first time that you heard the term TSW? Okay, so I went to, I had a facial done by a girl, a local girl here, Amber. I looked at her and I said, I just have all these spots on my face and they're not going away. I'm taking these creams. I don't know what's wrong. Like, I'm just looking for a little bit of guidance. And she's like, yeah, I totally see it. I see what you're saying. She's like, let's bring your skin back down to ground zero. Like, no makeup, no cleansers, no nothing. Let's just use water and just see what happens. I said, okay, yeah, no problem. I didn't know the cream was the problem at this point. I thought it was a solution, not a problem. Yeah. So I came off of everything. And three days later, like, my skin started to get way worse really fast. And so I sent her these pictures. And I said, okay, something's wrong. What are you thinking? this is what my face is doing right now. And she goes, have you ever heard of TSW before? And I'm like, no, like I don't even know what that stands for. She sent me all these links and I looked them up and I looked at all like thousands of pictures on Google of people going through TSW. And I was like, oh my God, that's what I, that they look just like me. That's what I look like. But until someone, she wasn't, she's not even a doctor. She's not a doctor. She's not a naturopath. She's not a dermatologist. She just said, yeah, I think you're going through TSW. Someone I know had gone through that in the past. I think you should look into it. And then the doors opened and it just a huge healing and learning journey from then on for sure. And so did you, like, I love naturopaths. I'm a huge me too. Them. But yeah. did you go to like a medical doctor as yeah. well? And do they recognize TSW? So when I went in for the a skin infection, my face was probably at like its worst. And all of the doctors looked at me like I had six heads. They had no idea what to do with me. They said, oh, have you seen a dermatologist? And I said, yeah, a dermatologist is who gave me these creams, which is making this happen in the first place. They were like, why are you off of them? Like, why would you stop taking them if this is what your face is turning into by stop taking them, right? (gasps) Everyone just assumes, well, why would you go against your dermatologist? Why wouldn't you just continue with the creams? I don't understand. And I said, because I became addicted to them. My body is dependent on them and my body shouldn't be dependent on them to survive. And so the more research I did and the more digging I did, I found out that you're not actually ever supposed to take steroids for more than two weeks at a time. And I was never told that. And I've talked to thousands of people now from across the world and so many of them are telling me the same thing, that they were never told they shouldn't, they should stop after two weeks. That's terrifying because I think do the dermatologists not know or the people who are prescribing this thing? That's, like, why yeah. wouldn't they tell you? Yeah, that's the other thing. So I, through all of this, through the journey and the learning journey, I have acknowledged the fact that Canada only acknowledged TSW in 2022. And like halfway through 2022, they only acknowledged it. 
so just acknowledging doesn't mean that they know how to solve it or they right. that they're going to make change. It just means, okay, TSW is real. I was prescribed this in 20 or er, six years ago. And I've talked to people who have been on topical steroids for 30 years and they go through TSW and their journey is just as hard or harder than yeah. mine because it's so instilled in their body. So the fact that we're only acknowledging this now is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So after two weeks, if you had, if they had said, do not take this for more than two weeks, your body wouldn't have had that dependency. That's right, because it wouldn't have like, been like addicted to it, right? right? What was happening when I first came off of topical steroids is it was basically telling my body to continue putting the creams on because my body doesn't know how to create moisture anymore it doesn't know how to create real skin anymore without that product because it's been so long yeah that I've been going and using it when I get itchy or when I get dry or whatever so I've constantly been using it to solve my problems and now it doesn't know how to solve it on its own so yeah. it's like trying to relearn how to grow skin and keep it on my face and create moisture and everything. Did you guys have jobs in Vancouver and you were just like, we got to go? Yeah. And you just left. And yeah. then what was your husband's reaction? Like, was he all in, all on board? Or was he thinking it was really drastic to do all this? No, he saw the suffer that I was going through. He acknowledged it. He knew something was wrong too. He did absolutely everything he could to make sure that I stuck around (laughs) yeah he has been my caregiver through this whole process and I wouldn't be here without him my my mental state took a huge hit for a while it's definitely still not 100% but for about two months there every hour it was hard Wow. And so what does the, what's the protocol? What's you started nine months ago, and it just starts with not being on it anymore? Yeah, so nine months ago, I came off of it cold turkey. Looking back, maybe I should have done it slower. I don't know. I don't know. But how do you do it easier. slower if you're even I know. doing you I weren't know. taking it every hour? Like, you yeah, only, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just it. Nobody really knows. Like nobody knows the perfect answer. And my body is different than your body is different than someone else's body. So like all of our reaction is going to be different. I knew what TSW was. So I said, okay, I'm going to come off of it and I'm just going to, I'm going to power through. I'm strong. I'm a very strong willed person. I've been through stuff before. I have a huge team behind me. I can do this. No problem. And naively, I thought three months I'm going to snap out of this no problem. Yeah. I am I am 9 months into this and I am not even close. <laughs> <laughs> but at the beginning I said I'm going to be healthy, I'm going to eat better, all of this stuff and for the first 6 months I just had a lot of dry spots and inflammation, but if I put cream on it didn't affect my day. I was still going to work, I was still doing social activities, I was still showering and living my life normally just with more creams like eucerin creams right. and vaseline and stuff and then it was when i got this skin infection that everything just went downhill from there and my life completely stopped and so that round of antibiotics just tipped your yeah. body's ability to go through this oh. yeah exactly and i don't know the right terminologies or anything yeah. like that, but i was in the hospital and i was 
obviously my face was showing what was happening and all they did was get rid of the infection i was in there for two days like over i was thanksgiving weekend Aww. and i was yeah my parents came with some turkey thanksgiving food <laughs> <laughs> and they kept me overnight the next morning i like i clearly wasn't healed but the infection was gone and they were like yep yeah, you're di- you're discharged you're good to go they don't know how to help me they have no idea what to do for me and so what do you do? What does, what's your protocol? Yeah. So right now I'm dealing, I work with Dr. Kayla Clark. She's in Texas. She's a naturopath. She actually went through TSW herself. So this is, it's going to be hard to get through this without crying, but oh, no, that's okay. There was one day I was at my mom's house. They didn't really trust me on my own because I was in a very bad state mentally. So I was always had to be with someone, whether it was with my mom or with my husband or my dad or whoever. So I was at my mom's house and my husband came home for lunch to check on me. My mom was talking to me and they both said, okay, we need to know what do you want to do? Like, how do we move forward? What are you, what, how do you want to talk to you? Where do you want to go? And I was like, I got nothing. I'm done. Like, I yeah. I don't have the energy. Like, I couldn't physically move my body without, like, crying and screaming pain. Like, just life-altering pain. My face was so crusted that I couldn't open my mouth very high. I couldn't open my eyes, like, without what putting Vaseline. Like, it was... I looked terrifying. And I looked at my husband and my mom, and I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't have... I don't have the energy in me to stay alive anymore. I've been doing this for so long and doctors are telling me that I'm crazy and TSW doesn't feel real. And this was before TikTok, it's before I had a community of people. And I just said, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm at my, I'm at the end. I, yeah. I'm done. I want to go now. Like I'm totally done. My husband and my mom looked at me and they were like, absolutely no problem. We are going to figure something out. Don't you worry. And I'm so grateful for them. So what we ended up doing was my mom... And I, we went on the deck a few hours later and I calmed down and and we, I needed to get a little bit of fresh air and a different view. <laughs> we just started scouring the internet, trying to find anybody that understood that was a doctor or a naturopath, anybody that knew what TSW was. We found Kayla, Dr. Kayla. And so she has a program specifically meant for people going through TSW. It was very expensive. I didn't have the money to put down on it. And mom said, no problem. I'm going to pay for this program. We're going to get you in. So that was that turning point for me was finding a doctor who knew what TSW was, who could give me a protocol going forward and acknowledged me, like really acknowledged what I was going through as a real thing. Yeah. And then TikTok. I don't know. I just... I posted that video about my husband putting me to bed and I was in tears for two, happy tears for two days. I couldn't get over the response and the people reaching out to me. I still don't believe it. It still doesn't feel real. This is the thing that we say, like people give TikTok flack or Instagram and social media, but like what a way to connect because being in PEI, for those that don't know, it's a tiny little island, isn't it? Like it's just (laughs) a little island and you might have been the only person in the whole province totally going through this you get on tiktok and you suddenly have the universe yeah billions of people yeah who might understand what you're going through it's so powerful and that's the struggle that i go through every day my husband doesn't know what i'm going through he doesn't understand sometimes he hugs me and i scream because i'm because he twists the skin by accident obviously And I scream and he gets frustrated because he doesn't understand and he doesn't know what it feels like. But then to have 
thousand of people messaging me direct messages thousands of them all the time talking about how they're going through it their daughter went through it or their parents went through it or their sister went through it just to know that I'm talking about it for them they found they couldn't post about it themselves because they were too embarrassed it's embarrassing like for me like yesterday I went to work I don't go to work very often (laughs) but I went to work because I was like you know what I need to go in I have to present to some people so I literally glued my face on with Vaseline yesterday everyone in the room said that they had been watching my TikToks and how proud they were of me and I was everything in me not to start crying in front of all of my peers that understanding and under like knowing what it takes to leave the house how much effort it takes to get into bed how much work it is to make food it's difficult like even just this podcast I scratched myself because it takes time to to set up and think about all the things I have to get through the only place that I feel comfortable is like on the couch covered in ice packs I have ice packs with me everywhere I go yeah it's life is hard it's so much work (laughs) yeah so maybe can you talk a little bit about what does a day look like from waking up to going to bed yeah so waking up for me I know that I do this to myself and I know that I work every day in terms of like my mental health but I wake up every day and I touch my face I touch my face and I touch my neck and I think to myself oh like it doesn't feel that bad it doesn't I think it's okay. Like, I think I'm getting better every single day. I feel like that. And I do that. And then I go and I look in the mirror and I look, I don't, I just look terrible. I look terrible. My skin is flaky. It's red. It's all over my shirt. It's all over my clothes. So depending on how many days it's been, I either shower and I lightly just get all the dead flakes off or I just wipe them off really lightly with my hands and then I put emu oil on it. I didn't even know that like emu oil was a thing. Me neither. My mom, when I was really sick, back when my mom was doing a lot of the research for me, she found an article of someone going through TSW and they used emu oil. And then we started doing research on that. And so now that's what I use. It's crazy expensive. I go through a bottle a week. It's just, it's nuts. But it is honestly the only thing that I find is moisturizing for me right now. So I get up, I put my oil on. 50% of the time when I get out of the shower, I have a panic attack just full-blown shakes. I can't move. I can't breathe. So my breathing is all over the place. And it takes about an hour to two hours to calm down from coming out of the shower most of the time. Because is that as a result because of the sensation of what's happening? Yeah, exactly. I want to rip my skin off just all the time, all the time. So it's everything in you to hold yourself together, to not scratch, to not rip to not, it's just, it's so much work. So get out of the shower. I put clothes on. I wear, I wear my husband's clothes pretty much all the time now. I can't wear my own clothes anymore because they're too tight. The idea of wearing a bra out the window. And then I come downstairs and I'm shaking. I don't, I haven't stopped shaking at this point. And my husband takes the freezer packs from the upstairs freezer. We have a freezer right next to the bed. Takes them downstairs, wraps, I put them around my neck. I find our putting freezer packs on my neck calms me down the fastest. We put on Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls is my comfort show right now. (laughs) I have my laptop for work and he gives me my breakfast and my supplements and tea and he goes to work and I stay home. And then he comes home for lunch 
and feeds me. I have a hard time getting up and moving around. Anytime I get up, even use the bathroom, I scratch and I scratch and I can't help myself. It's just, it's like your bones are itchy. It's this bone deep itch. You can't, it's insatiable. Yeah. It's just, it's, you, there are, there's no nails in the world that can make you feel better. And so the goal throughout the day is to move as little as possible. Wow. And I'm not one of those people. I used to go to the gym every day. I took my dogs for a walk twice a day. I used to love movement. And now the idea of getting up from the couch and going to the bathroom is terrifying because I'm like, am I going to, am I going to be able to hold back? Am I going to be, am I strong enough to not scratch? And sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. So it's all day of that feeling. And with scratching is because your skin is so dry and sensitive that you bleed, right? You've got like paper skin. Yeah. So my skin is so thin that like I scratched this morning on my hand a little bit and it started to bleed. My skin is so thin that at one point, not anymore, but at one point, two months ago, if I did this on my finger, my skin would fall off and then it would start to weep. Literally just by like touch, like just yeah. by doing this, my skin would come off with my finger. It was so thin, paper thin. Scratching that destroy absolutely destroys your skin and then your skin starts to rip because it's so dry sometimes my mouth gets really dry like on the corners and yeah. I can't open my mouth very much my eyes in the morning if I don't put Vaseline on my eyes in the morning I can't actually close them properly so blinking is hard right between my shoulders like between like my arm and my body like right here if I don't put Vaseline there I can't lift my arms up it's like it's anywhere cre- that your arm or your body creases, and- right? Or moves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always, so I always say to my husband, like, I can't reach some of those spots, right? Because I can't move. I'm not very mobile. So I always say, can you lube up my creases? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he does for me in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes home for lunch and he cooks me food because the less I move, the better. I'm on the candida diet still. So anything non-inflammatory. So just a lot of chicken and quinoa and, and vegetables. And then I continue working from the couch with Gilmore Girls on in the background. In the evening, I don't, I still don't move. I'm still on the couch and we put a movie on and then I'm in bed around 8.30. I have to take like CBD oil to sleep. My husband has been so, so sweet. He hasn't slept in the bed with me for the last four months because he sleeps downstairs to give me the bed for multiple reasons i scratch through the night so it'll keep him up there's flakes all over the sheets so it's just not it's not a good experience but he comes upstairs through the night switches out my ice packs gives me another cbd oil pill around midnight so that it keeps me asleep through the whole night so it's a full-time job taking care of me (laughs) you talk a bit about that bedtime routine because it was really intricate yeah when I want to go to bed I tell him like okay I think I'm ready to go to bed it's usually between eight and nine he says okay he goes upstairs first and he gets all the flakes out of the bed from the night before so he just wipes them down he takes all the ice packs out of the freezer from the kitchen and puts them upstairs into the freezer next to the bed I put some emu oil on anywhere that I feel like I'm too dry to move like I sometimes I can't move my neck back and forth because it's so dry so sleeping it's pretty impossible. So I put emu oil on my neck and then he puts like a head wrap over my ears 
because when you lay on your ear and your skin is so thin, like the rubbing against your pillow, Mm. if I have a wrap around my head, it keeps my ears tucked away like to my head so it just makes it a lot easier for me to sleep I can't really twist my body that well either especially at night at uh, your body's starting to shut down at night right so it just it's the same with if you're sick with a cold it's always worse at night so it's the exact same thing with TSW he wraps my head and then he places me into the bed so that there's no twisting he literally like lifts up my legs puts them in a bed and then he holds my head and I lay back on his hand and then he tucks me in and then that's it pray to god that i can fall asleep (laughs) yeah and you even had like ice mitts or something yeah his aunt sent us down some gloves they have two ice packs in them i only use one i found two ice packs was too much i just used an ice pack on the top of my hand and then i twist it around and sometimes i put my fingers right on the ice pack if I get itchy, because then your brain is thinking about how cold your fingertips are. It's not thinking about how itchy my body is. Yeah. Yeah. And I also always have an ice pack on my neck as well. So yeah, I have those gloves on and then he puts them, they're like Velcroed on on, at the wrist on both. It just takes your mind off of the itch because you're thinking about how cold your fingers are. Yeah. All while trying to sleep. All trying to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. That's where the CBD oil comes in. Yeah. Yeah. How do you have, like, you thought it was only going to be four months from start to finish. It's been yeah. nine. Mm-hmm. Do you have a sense of, like, the end of what, where this is going to go? That's the question of the hour. I asked my naturopath that when I first started, Dr. Kayla, and she smiles and goes, yeah, that is the question. of the- Everybody's different. Yeah. Some people it takes her, for her TSW, it was eight months, and I'm in month nine, And there's people that I've talked to that took three or four years. I have no idea. My trajectory and how much I've progressed specifically for me, I think I should be better. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, all of the above before summer, next summer, like 2023. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Every, every day is different. Every night is different that's the hardest part is not knowing if I if someone could give me an outline of how my next six months are going to look I would be a much happier person yeah totally (laughs) that's the most draining part is not knowing anything about how the future is going to look for me like I I can't plan anything and I and everybody knows that someone asked me if I can do something I'm like I can't I won't know until an hour before right all it all depends yeah yeah I just keep thinking back to when you said when you think addiction, you think constant usage, a need to yeah. use something. And it isn't that. And th- yeah, I it's and the fact that Canada has just recognized it. Yeah. Does the U.S. recognize it? Not that I know of. I'm not 100% sure, but I haven't heard anything. First place that I know of to acknowledge it was the U.K. There's someone on TikTok. His TikTok handle, I think, is at Control Skin. He has been going through this for a long time as well, and he has been petitioning and all this, and he got it acknowledged in the U.K. Wow. Yeah. So it's on us. It's on us to bring this awareness out there the doctors aren't going to do this politicians aren't going to do this we have to do this and we have to advocate for our own health and that's the scary part i don't have the energy to do that i don't have the knowledge to do that the the idea of doing anything over and above living at this point is a lot of work 
And then what made you decide to go to TikTok and make your first video about it? I don't, it was like a, it almost felt like a release. For me, I got really frustrated when I would be out, I would go to the grocery store with my husband and that was like the only thing I ever did ever to leave the house. We would see whether or not I could handle it. Someone would see me in the store and go, oh my God, your skin looks amazing. What's, what do you mean? Nothing's wrong with you. And that would cut me to my core because they didn't understand that I had my hands in my sleeves, like my fingers were going beet red because I was clenching so hard not to scratch and I was vibrating on the inside and I was on CBD oil, Benadryl, all this stuff. I had ice packs in the car from when I got back in from the store and I had spent an hour meditating trying to get my mental health in a place where I could leave the house. Like they didn't understand all of that in order for me to see them for that 15 seconds to go, oh yeah, you look great. There's nothing wrong with you. It bothered me. It really bothered me. My husband and I talked about it and they were like, and he goes, you can't get mad at them. They don't understand. They don't know. And so it wasn't necessarily for the world. It was more so for me to make the people in my life understand what I was going through. Right. At Christmas, I put the Vaseline on. I showered right before we left. I did a lot of breathing exercises before I left the house. And my family goes, oh, my God, you look so great. Your skin looks so amazing. There's no acne, no this, no that. You look great. And I'm like, okay, no, like, it's not great. I'm not okay. And I want them to acknowledge like I'm not okay. And I don't want them to tell me otherwise because I know I'm not okay. And so for me, it was advocating for myself and advocating for my husband. Yeah. Because he works all day long to make sure I'm okay. And he works so hard to get me to the grocery store for 15 minutes, to get me to the Christmas dinners. I want people to know what that struggle is like for him like it's hard and he says it all the time it is the worst feeling in the world watching the person that you love literally fall to the ground and scream I scream at the top of my lungs in pain and he's like it's so devastating to watch that and for our friends and the people around us to go oh my gosh you look fine there's nothing wrong with you like you you must be over exaggerating I wanted them to really know yeah. The pain and suffering it takes to get from point A to point B. So for me, I want to do the video of what I do to get up in the morning. What does it look like for me? And even though I look like this when I'm at the grocery store, that's not the real me. That's yeah. the 15-minute best part of my day me. But there's so many hours leading up to that to get me there. So I really – it was for my community, my personal community to understand – what I was going through and then I just I say it all the time like I'll never get over the community that I now have of people who are going through TSW or have gone through TSW I can 100% say that social media in a lot of ways saved my life I got a message on TikTok from someone who said that they were going through TSW and they were struggling and if they hadn't seen my video they don't know if they would have made it through the day. That they weren't planning on letting themselves go. And then they saw that there was someone else that looked just like them. And they yeah. were struggling just like them. And that kept them alive. Yeah. Nothing, nothing can make you feel like that. Knowing that there's other people in the world that are going through something. Especially where I'm from, such a small community. I can't just go down to a center and talk to 10 people who are going through this. There's not enough people to warrant something like that. So for TikTok to bring all of us together from across the globe, it's just, it saved me and it saved other people. And I'm so thankful that this has allowed us to come together in that way. 
That's amazing. And everyone that I've talked to that have gone through it and has come out the other side, for me, when I have a really hard moment, that's what I do. I go to those messages of people who are like, I went through this. It took me a year and a half and it's made me a better person and I'm alive and I'm thriving and I'm traveling. And those are the messages that keep me here. Wow. Has your employer been really supportive? So supportive. I sent my boss pictures of what I was looking like and why I'm staying home because I said I have TSW and they're like I don't even know what that is right so I had to show them the real raw pictures of this is what I look like this is why I can't physically sit at a desk and work for eight hours a day I like I'm working for eight hours a day but it's at my pace on a schedule that I can handle if it's from if it's from 6 p.m to 10 p.m or if it the mornings for me are the absolute hardest so the idea of getting up at six in the morning and showering and drying your hair and putting real life clothes on I I would never be able to do that right now so the ability to work from home is huge that's amazing your story is so incredible and your husband sounds incredible he is yeah yeah definitely I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. It is, it is not, (laughs) it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that more people don't know about it is shocking because I think people are prescribed topical steroid cream all the time. That's the most surprising part. Like I was posting a lot on Instagram just to my personal community about TSW and what I was going through, mostly because I wanted to be able to leave the house, look the way I looked, and people understood. Yeah. They didn't look at me and go, oh, you have dandruff. When's the last time you showered? Yeah. I want them to know I'm going through something. I was still going to the gym and I was still going to work. So I was having the, f- the bad days and I wanted people to understand that I was going through something, right? Yeah. But the messages that I got back about people who have newborns and toddlers and they were prescribed these creams, all of them were made aware that, oh my God, like this could be harmful. I want to say most of my friends, I want to say most of them were prescribed this for their children. They either talked to their dermatologist about TSW or they completely came off of them because they were like, okay, we need to find another way to fix skin your your skin is like what i've learned through this journey is your skin is telling you there's something wrong internally that there's a root cause for the eczema there's a root cause for the inflammation so the root cause needs to be fixed right instead of putting cream on it to bring the inflammation down what caused the inflammation and my cousin actually texted me at the beginning of this journey and she has a she's two years old And she said that she was prescribed steroid creams for her two-year-old. She saw my videos and she said, okay, what's the reason why my daughter is having eczema? Why is this stuff happening to her? So it was her body wash. So she said that she did an elimination routine. And so she started taking things out of her, like changing things up, like her creams and her diaper rash cream and all that stuff. And it turned out that she stopped using the body wash that she was giving her, putting on her daughter. And that's what was making her react. So she just switched cleansing products and her daughter ended up being fine and she never needed to use the steroid cream. And she said, had she not seen my video, she just would have put the cream on and never thought twice about it. And then who knows what would have happened. Yeah. And kept using the body wash. Exactly. Yeah. So instead of a doctor telling her there's probably a reason why she has eczema, she just said, oh, let's fix the eczema with cream. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the scary part. That's the really scary part. Yeah. It's that's terrifying. 
It is terrifying. And it's terrifying because I want to trust doctors and I want to be able to go to the hospital and for them to say, okay, this is, these are the best ways to make you better. And I want to trust them. But now I have such PTSD about stuff like that. I question everything and I'm never not going to go to a doctor. I'm never not going to go to the hospital, but I'm going to do my own research. And looking back, had I done my own research, I don't know if I would be in a better place today or not. I can't thank you enough for being so honest and vulnerable and that's a it's a hard thing to talk about when you're going through you're in the middle in the midst of the hardest part of this journey so I appreciate it so much taking time to tell us about it absolutely I think we all need to be talking about it if it's not TSW it's something else everyone is going through something and I and I'm so sad for the people who don't feel like they can talk about it and there's a lot of people saying that they're too scared or they're embarrassed but we all need to talk about it. We're all going through something and guaranteed there's someone out there going through that too. And you're not just helping yourself, you're helping them by talking about it. So yeah, I really believe in that. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. And you've gone an hour without ice packs. So I want to make sure you've got I your... know I just I'll add one. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I really look like. <laughs> yeah, I know you could like you could really customize them get like different colors. And... I know I should get some engraved maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I will let you get on with your day. Have a great day. And we will talk to you really soon. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I hope you found our conversation informative and entertaining. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to follow me on all my social media platforms, share this podcast with your friends, and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com slash I did not sign up for this. Your support means the world to me. Join me next week when I talk with Jessica Jansen from the Love for Lewiston Foundation. We discuss spinal muscular atrophy, Lewiston's short time on earth, and how she's finding joy in all moments of her life. If you want more interviews and exclusive content, don't forget to join me on the Patreon at patreon.com slash I did not sign up for this. Thank you so much and have a great week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion? Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.